0: Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we're discussing the 2009 Zack Snyder movie Watchmen, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from the upcoming Almost Famous
1: Minute. My name is Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. And from your music appreciation class back in freshman year, you might remember me. I sat right beside you. Nerdy kid. Skinny. It totally qualifies me to talk about music theory in front of God, Dr. Manhattan, and everybody. I'm Thomas Butler <laughs> from the From Ada Ziggy podcast.
0: Hey, glad to have you back, uh, Thomas.
1: Glad to be back. You know, it just, it seems like just yesterday, Yeah. <laughs> hmm. we were here talking about minute 73.
2: Feels like a lot longer for me. I don't know. <laughs> Time works weird. All wobbly. All Whib- yeah. Wibbly, wibbly, wobbly. T- timey-wimey. Timey-wimey, yeah.
1: I want to say before we begin minute 74, I'm sorry I couldn't join you guys for minute 75. What are you talking about? That's That would
2: be tomorrow and that would be in the future, which how could we possibly know that you weren't there tomorrow.
0: You won't be there I, tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's I the will point. not have been. <laughs> <laughs> on tomorrow's episode when we're back tomorrow. But sure. this is Minute 74. Let's, let's go ahead and get into this before we get totally sidetracked. <laughs> before I go cross eyed. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad enough with, with uh, Dr. Manhattan involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Minute 74 on Thursday here. And it starts with John and Janie in bed and ends with Janie telling John she's sorry. She
1: should be that's funny it's usually in my case it's usually the other way around
2: the last time we saw John in bed with someone he was saying he's sorry and and asking
1: someone not to be upset (laughs) is this is, is this movie actually a sex comedy I haven't I haven't finished watching this movie this is one of those like European movies oh we haven't even gotten to the weird sex scene yet well that, that's what so, some friends of mine
0: keep asking me like like they're not even to say maybe maybe they're just barely listening have listened to a couple episodes i believe they've told me most recently but uh at other points re- somewhat recently they've said what about the sex scene and i, and I really should have said back to them which one mm, <laughs> I yeah mean, they're probably talking about the one that the, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're referring to upcoming
2: still but we've at this point we've had two yeah We'll be pros by the time we get to to the other one and and then we'll know exactly how to handle it. So It won't be weird at all.
1: I wish I knew what you guys were talking about.
2: (laughs) Oh, we talked about tomorrow. I mean, (laughs) you'll have missed it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So the time on on the watch that we see matches um, here and when he looks at his watch uh, a month from now uh, it in both places it oh really it's like
1: 15 seconds to 12 that is weird does uh so does dr manhattan's uh jumping through time in his personal timeline doesn't it, does it work using bill and ted rules like time progresses like there's there's a certain time that it is that it always is when he jumps from day to month or whatever does that make any sense? I don't know. Um I'm not I shouldn't have brought Bill and Ted into this. <laughs> I don't want to bring this low brow.
2: Uh, well, it's fine. I was wearing a Bill and Ted's shirt earlier, so not that, that has anything to do with anything, but I it's been so long since I've seen a Bill and Ted that I'm not sure <laughs> okay. how they play with time and what their rules are. Um so I I can't really say if it's uh if it's similar or not. I don't remember.
0: You said a Bill and Ted, meaning the two that have <laughs> right. previously come out, not the three. Oh ah, yes. Any future listeners, maybe.
2: Yeah. I wanted to keep it like you know, relevant as far as uh, uh, when this comes out, you know, because in the future when people are listening to this, it leaves it open for for interpretation.
0: There could be dozens and dozens of Bill That's and Ted yeah. Movies by then.
1: Bills and or Ted's. That's right. And they'll look back and they'll say, "What a naive, innocent time." <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, why why is the watch on the Bible
2: of hmm. all things?
0: Hmm.
1: Is, is this a hotel is it some room? some sort of religious symbolism? Oh, yeah.
2: That's the that, that wow. It's something that is plain as day. Like thinking about this minute, like I can visualize the watch sitting on the Bible, but I never thought about it. Like it it probably does have uh, some significance, you know, especially with the whole line we'll get later of of God is, what is it, God is American or, you know, um, mm-hmm. that whole impl- implication and that his Dr. Manhattan is like a God or is a God and the time, the, the watch time piece sitting on a Bible, yeah, I'm sure that's meant to have a lot of uh, significance that I'll be honest, kind of went over my head,
1: um, but it, it's makes perfect sense. Yeah. And you've got the whole clockwork universe thing. Everything is sort of automatic. The like deist God set the machine in motion, but then left, left mankind to um, whatever. Sure. Whatever sure. it is. <laughs> kind Fate, of a, predestiny, yeah, predestination, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> hmm. Heavy stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear some um, feedback or see if anyone, you know, from the from the Crime Busters Listener Society, if if anyone picked up on that or, or has more thoughts on that. Because I'm sure there's well, a lot well, the, there. The first bit of dialogue
0: here, he says, "A month from now, mm-hmm. the accident awaits me." Yeah. So, when, when he's saying this at the time of them in bed. Right, yeah. When, when, when does when are they in bed compared to when they met? They, they, it's not, it's not a, it's not. She's not that easy, is she?
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, this this well. is after the carnival. I yeah, think. There's, yeah, yeah, there's some time there. Okay.
1: it's that night after the carnival. Right? Yeah, because the, the bear, the bear is on the floor.
2: The bear is on the floor. Um, now I remember
1: I'm... that guys? That's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back. That goes way back. Yeah, to yesterday.
2: Now I'm trying to think of when, if the accident is a month away, and according to the timeline, the accident takes place in 1960. They met in 59. In in May
0: of 59. Yeah. We'll be more exact about that next minute.
2: So this carnival must take place in 1960, not 59. So this is like well into their relationship or... So they must have kind of flirted or courted or whatever for a long time, um, well, leading that, up to the I carnival. Mean,
0: it was it was more normal to court for sure. like that for a good year or two. Or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. Versus these days, it can. <laughs>
2: yeah, it could have been a long, like a yeah, workplace flirting for from May when they met up until uh, the carnival in in nineteen sixty. So it could have been a lot of time between then I suppose so and
0: you and you could you could have a carnival in the earlier months too out mm. in a warmer yeah I'll, yeah climate like that
1: I forget exactly when it takes place in the book but in the book that uh, Janie's got some reason to be oh yeah traveling she's visiting her mother or mm-hmm. something and and so they're just sort of they both happen to be going to the same place so um yep they're just they're just traveling as friends anyway so they must have they must have like developed some friendship at work over some time.
2: Right. There's a line here um as they're walking out of the intrinsic field laboratory that I never really caught. It's not in our uh script. It's it's purely just uh in the in the movie. It, it it's John saying uh, a good healthy appetite. And I'm, I'm guessing he says like I've worked up a good healthy appetite, or because I think they're going to get lunch or something like that. Um, so it's him like you're, you're, they're coming out of this room as he's like mid sentence and he says good healthy appetite, and then she says "Mm mm-hmm, like agreeing with him, and that's when in the script then and in the movie he says you know oh I'll catch up with you guys I left my watch inside so. It's weird that I never really noticed that there was that little bit of line, that little line there about, um, I don't know, any. appetite. yeah, yeah. It's weird that it's just, it just it wasn't in our script and it wasn't, um, never really noticed it. But.
1: Maybe it was ad-libbed.
2: Probably, yeah.
1: Maybe it was just, it, maybe it's well, not I'm even sure. part of a sentence. It's just like a non sequitur. <laughs> maybe that's Billy Crudup's, uh tick. Mm, yeah. It's like he just randomly on movie sets says a good healthy appetite. It's out of know. Yeah. And, and his co-stars just nod. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are we Are we, are we filming? <laughs> yeah. I liked that scene in, uh, Alien Covenant. Some similar thing.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before he exits the film.
1: Yeah. He leans over the egg, the, the alien egg and says oh, a good right. healthy appetite.
2: Yeah. 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 I need to rewatch that. I like that movie. Um you guys got anything on the intrinsic field laboratory?
1: I like the numbers. I like the digital display.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's got a very retro amber glow. Mm-hmm. To yeah.
2: It. Almost like each number's like its own like bulb, you know, like they're they're lit up. I don't know how that would work as far as the numbers counting down. Um yeah, it's a, it's an odd Visually, yeah, I love it, that it's stuff. Odd. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love that stuff. These, we're 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 spoiled now with screens that can just display anything on yeah. pixels. Yeah. But back then, they had to really think and design these things.
0: And, and so, underneath the numbers, there's the uh, minutes, seconds, and then the the zero point zero, meaning a tenth of a second, and zero point zero zero, being a hundredth of a second.
1: Very precise. Yes. These measurements of time and and watches. Uh, are kind of a recurring symbol in this movie, aren't they?
2: Oh, yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) We've got the watch on the Bible. We've got the watch uh, that we've got uh, John's background as a watchmaker. Yeah. The The watchmen.
2: Watchmen, yeah, the whole uh, theory of relativity and discussion about Einstein, you know, saying time is irrelevant and that kind of stuff like that, Um, or time is relative, not
1: irrelevant <laughs> um, irrelevant yeah it's Einstein's theory of irrelevance yeah yeah that's, that's the one
0: um, and since we're talking about some of the uh, stuff that's written um, I noted you know, you know there's intrinsic field laboratory and then we see only part of it but it's on the wall and it says it, it's intrin and we can assume sick intrinsic feel field and then sent and it's probably center I yeah. bet what well, do you want to bet <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, there's another uh, thing where it says intrinsic field chamber, you know, yeah. that, that he actually goes into They're They're in the overall general laboratory and yeah. center. those two different verbiages of that thing.
2: Hmm. And something I found out like uh, through just looking up what an intrinsic field laboratory and just what that science is all about and, um, I guess it was—it's all kind of made up for the book, you know. Intrinsic fields um, don't really exist; it's like a made-up term. Um, and what they're trying to discover is how do we remove this intrinsic field, which keeps like atoms together. They're trying to figure out how to remove that field, so that you can separate, you know, molecules or. or I think they're actually working on teleportation. Is is how they're trying to remove you know the thing that holds mass together so that they can uh send it somewhere else maybe. Um I don't know if it I don't think they really go into the what they're aiming for, but I do know that they're trying to remove the essentially it's like it goes back to, you know, Empire Strikes Back with, uh, the Yoda talking about what the force is and how it's, um, or maybe I'm thinking of uh, the motion picture where he's, where Obi-Wan is talking about the force and how it binds things together. But, so it's kind of like the force, if you think about it, Hmm. something that, that binds us and penetrates us and, and holds the galaxy together. I forget how he says it exactly, but.
1: So it's a magical combination of, uh, electromagnetic and strong and weak forces. Yeah. It's just something else so that you don't have to explain it in terms of real world physics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what happens to John is his, is he has his in, intrinsic fields removed and that's. Yeah. That the experiment. That yeah. Doing?
2: Essentially the, then there's nothing holding him together. It's, it's kind of like a binding agent if you, if you will, like it's a, it's the glue that holds our atoms together and groups us you know into one like mass or whatever um so yeah essentially they just scattered his molecules by removing his intrinsic field i like there's a little bit of ir- irony um in terms of of things and signage and things that we can yeah. read where there's a board on the on the wall that says no job is so small that that it does not need safety concentration <laughs> so I like to think of that when he just absentmindedly walks back into the chamber to to get his watch when uh, this door's about to close. So, have you guys got anything on this? The circumstances of him, you know, going back into this chamber and getting locked in.
0: Well, the the, the thing with uh, in the book, it's saying it, it being because of her. <laughs>
2: Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah to.
0: Right, you know, whereas in this case it's just, you know He wanted his watch, he wanted yeah. to have it And it's his watch and he was going back in to get it here in our movie But in the book it's it's one he's fixing for her, it's hers Yeah
1: He's fixing her watch yeah. Correct And it even goes back to uh, the guy that steps on the watch at the carnival like Yeah There's this whole sequence of uh, causality that that leads to that whole thing like what if this hadn't happened and what if this hadn't happened i think that's what they explore in the before watchman oh um, yeah yeah story about about dr manhattan is is what about all the different branches branches off into alternate realities that could have been if you know they'd been you know a couple inches to the left or the or they hadn't dropped the watch or the guy hadn't stepped on it or the kid hadn't lost his balloon or
2: yeah yeah yeah, I recently just just read that uh, Doctor Manhattan before Watchmen book, and and it found it really interesting. I think it's one of the better ones. Kind of kind of got a little crazy. It dealt with some time travel and some shenanigans um, that, that Doctor Manhattan was up to. So,
1: yeah, it goes further into uh, more like what if? Yeah, we, yeah. We played with uh, a certain physical principle in this case it's or or thought experiment schrodinger's cat yeah or uh the, uh schrodinger's uncertainty principle. <laughs> yeah um and and uh like quantum wave functions and 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 all that all that stuff whatever that stuff <laughs> yeah. is yeah uh,
2: so i've never been able to really understand how john just happens into this room uh without knowing that The timer's counting down, or there's no safeguards, you know. As far as this uh, door is just about to close on its own, you know, I could see if there was a spot where, you know, uh, an absent-minded technician is about to close the door and he gets distracted by something, and John walks in, and the guy doesn't know that he's in there, you know, and then closes the door or something like. Yeah, someone that's.
0: That's supposed to be posted there, right? To keep an eye on people from just wandering in, <laughs> yeah, and make sure they don't at the right time at the wrong times, actually, yeah. Um,
2: it, it's just yeah. so odd that they're, you know, this. I guess this experiment is in progress, and the book goes into it a little bit more. Like in in the room with John is like concrete block number fifteen because that's what they're they're that's what they're using um in their experiments so they're they've they're the probably yeah it's a test subject yeah exactly um uh, they've probably done you know 14 you know previous tests and this is now just the 15th one um but if that's the case if they're about to start this test like why are they just kind of casually leaving to possibly go grab lunch you know mm-hmm if this test is about to, you know, is
1: like 10 seconds away from, from happening. It just, well, the, f- the first 10 tests are really exciting you <laughs> do your seat and you yeah. just have to watch. The next few are a little bit less exciting, mm. kind of like the moon landings. Okay. And then by 15, you're just like, all right, whatever. Let's, we'll set it. Break for lunch. Set the timer and
2: then we'll go to lunch and we'll come back and, okay. Yeah. These okay. Things can run themselves. Gotcha. Okay.
1: I guess that that clears things up for me then you get kind of complacent as a scientist sure just sort of you know it becomes everyday stuff yeah I like that there's a, a a little smile
2: on John's face when he kind of pops up through the window to to see Wally like mm-hmm. oh hey I locked myself in hey let me out you know it, right before it does, it occurs to him that there's you know that there's danger so it's it's some kind of joke right it's yeah prime, yeah right? <laughs> Um, I forget. Have we talked about Wally Weaver, um portrayed by Rob LaBelle? I I feel like he's I feel like he should have popped up before now, but maybe he hasn't. Maybe I guess we saw him in the we carnival. Definitely saw him at the, the carnival. carnival, yeah. Okay. This week. I don't yeah. recall if we
1: talked about him. I'm not sure if we talked about the actor. Okay. I know I recognize his face from somewhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's i that's how I feel about him. Um he had like a 3 episode stint on Smallville which is probably what I recognize him most for. He was one of the one of the many people that like Lex Luthor hired to he was like a reporter so he was trying to find dirt on uh, Clark and then got interested and then Lex tells him nah back off I'm I'm done with the uh, investigating Clark and then the you know this reporter guy got his own curiosity led him to keep persisting, and and one of those kind of things. So, but uh, I guess he, along with Dean Kane, Terry Hatcher, and several other people, he's one of only seven actors to appear in both Lois and Clark, the the New Adventures of Superman, and Smallville. So, uh, yeah, he's one of those people that I definitely have seen a lot, but nothing else like. I can't recall him from anything else other than that Smallville run. Oh, yeah, I don't have the IMDb up right now.
1: Otherwise, I'm sure I'd recognize what it is. Sure.
2: <laughs> well, that's what the uh, the Listener Society is there for.
1: What is your favorite
2: Rob LaBelle performance? Let us know. Um, the last thing I have is that everything in the narration in this section is – described like in the moment you know it's it's all I am terrified um Janie and I make love for the first time um instead of like we made love or I was terrified so it kind of maybe is because of the the way that uh, Manhattan experiences time and and the realities that he's in like he's narrating it as it's happening but we're be hearing about it after the fact if that you know makes any sense which
1: yeah he's not just experiencing his memories he's actually reliving the moments right. that happened and that's that's part of the brilliant uh thing about the construct of this sequence in the book and in the movie is that it's just a, it's that different that that strange way of experiencing time and it's his it's his consciousness ex- uh, sort of, uh, projected all through his his personal timeline. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of weird. You expect him to be able to do it after the accident, but his consciousness also seems to extend into the period before the accident too, and he relives those moments as well. And that's another weird thing that they explore in the before Watchmen yeah. too. Yeah, he he sort of goes, he's able to transport himself. You know, back to uh, as Doctor Manhattan, parallel with the events uh, before the accident, he's sort of walking around, watching himself mm-hmm. doing yeah. these things, and nobody notices him. But he's he's there. Um, the only other thing I had on this minute was uh, going back to the music. Yeah, uh, this is the first the first instance that we hear of a major chord, whereas everything else we've heard. So far, it's been a minor chord, Hmm. which has got sort of a somber or melancholy feel to it. The major mode is more positive, more optimistic. Okay. Um, And so we hear that at 48 seconds as the door's shutting, the first B-flat major chord is playing. And it's, it's it gives it a, it shifts the music into a different sort of feeling, hmm. which is an important aspect of uh, of Philip Glass's style. This yeah. whole like changing things ever so slightly. He just and that's part of what I mean about uh, this these pieces of music fitting so well with Doctor Manhattan is he's he's taking things apart, deconstructing things ever so slightly, but making tiny shifts that feel greater in magnitude. And so that change from, uh, I think it's G, G major seven, like that, to a B flat, which is just one note different, makes it, uh, just changes the feel completely. Yeah. Hmm. Subconsciously signals a shift. And
2: you said that was when the, the door shuts? No, yeah. it's, well, the,
0: you say the 48 second though.
1: Uh, somewhere around there, around the time the door shuts, is what my notes say.
0: Well, okay. Well, the forty-eight second is later. Um, that's when the lightning first, you know, the electricity. That's okay. uh, first like kind of strikes at that forty-eight second. But the time um, the door shuts is, you know, the thirty-four second.
1: Okay. Yeah. But somewhere in there, you hear the um this shift, and that's sort of the shift from, um, from the mundane human experience to what's going to be trans, this transformation into something greater, something else. Which makes sense with the
2: shift in what we're, what we're seeing, you know, it it shifts from a lighter tone of him happy go lucky, you know, and then suddenly he's trapped in this room. So makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, another thing I didn't notice until, um, listening to this music and and how it's paired up with with this film is these two pieces these two pieces from Koyaanisqatsi that they paired together uh Prophecies and Pruitt Igo go so well together because they happen to have similar figures that uh that repeat from one to the other and in particular it's this uh descending scale these seven notes where in prophecies the piece that's been playing over the scenes we've been watching uh has the chant that's that's like a descending it's seven notes descending like this and then in uh in I Go, the really bombastic exciting part that's going to follow next week uh, it, it's it's that same figure uh, and then it's the same notes uh, which is really cool a really cool way of signaling uh, whatever that um, is supposed to symbolize within the context of that piece of music but here I feel like it symbolizes the endeavor the endeavor of scientific inquiry and, uh, breaking down matter, building it back up again. I'm really just talking out of my ass here.
2: No, you're selling
1: it. So, (laughs) but it's, it's really cool that, that both of that, that whole, that those two pieces are paired together in Dr. Manhattan because there's all kinds of themes running through that, that those pieces of music that uh, have to do with this deconstruction, this rebuilding, um, in in sequences very particular sequences of numbers (laughs) i feel like i had i feel like yesterday i had (laughs) this much better uh planned out um and then i lost it somewhere in the intervening time
2: i i think i get i mean i'm not um my understanding of you know music theory is is very lacking so i I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I think I understand what you're saying. If that makes sense, like.
1: And and yeah, and I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to uh, go into this in much greater detail on the Koyaanisqatsi minute. Hmm. <laughs> <Which if laughs> Good you've luck never with seen seen that one. <laughs> <Koyana Scotsi. laughs>
2: yeah, I watched the, the little bit of it that kind of pairs with uh, with these two uh, pieces of music, you know, and it's definitely interesting, you know. But I, oh, it's a great movie. I love
1: that movie. Yeah. I wish I could explain it better, but I feel my, uh feel something slipping away as I, as I reach the end of this minute. I'm sort of like, there might be some sort of tachyon uh, <laughs> disturbance. Yeah. But I'm sure we can talk more about it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm expecting to come back and talk about Minute 75. I know that, uh, actually, I know that I won't be able to. And I know that it's not part of this minute, but I, I I I uh I remember I remember the future the future of minute 75 where where Janie says but I can't I can't I'm sorry John but I can't she right. says I'm sorry John at the end of this yeah and she's about to say but I can't but she doesn't finish her sentence sure what do you guys think she's going to say
2: she can't I I think she's going to say but I can't watch you be uh turned inside out and vaporized <laughs>
1: Watch, she can't watch, mm. guys. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you're she probably can't right. Watch, men turn inside out. <laughs> it's that symbolism again. That whole thing. It it ties it all ties together.
2: Yeah, I think you definitely. Yeah, you. I think you're right on with that. Um, are there is there anything? I mean, I know we'll talk about it tomorrow, but do you want to? Like hinted anything else that you would want to say tomorrow if you couldn't be here.
1: Oh no, I'll wait for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, right on.
0: (laughs) Okay, so is that is that about it for both of you guys? I have, I think I've run out of my notes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's all the notes I have on seventy four. Yep. Would you like to uh, plug anything? Um, You know. I'm sure you'll hit it again tomorrow, but uh,
1: go ahead. And... Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until, until tomorrow, you know, you can hear me on, uh, on my podcast from to Ziggy, where we're talking about the uh, works of David Bowie in alphabetical order. That's it from and on iTunes and all that stuff. And you can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter where I do very, very little actual activity at letter Messiah. And, uh, yeah, until tomorrow, I am Thomas Butler. Always have been, always will be Thomas Butler.
2: Awesome. Um, thanks for continuing to be a guest this week. Um, I, I'm, I'm really glad we have, you know, someone with uh, as much of an appreciation for this this music that doesn't, you know, isn't the official, like, Tyler Bates score. Uh, and I, I'm glad that, you know... You've been, been here with us to kind of explain some of the Philip Glass of it
1: all.
0: And be able to use your keyboard, too. Yeah. That's very, very nice of you.
1: Thank you guys for having me on. I have actually, I've watched this movie so much uh, in preparation and since, uh, uh, since starting this whole process. And I've got, gotten a much greater appreciation for this movie. Uh, well, good. Than I had before, and the book I've I've gone back and reread reread the book because of this, and yeah. so I've, I really appreciate having uh, having this chance to go back and revisit this stuff.
2: That's cool, awesome, yeah. That's that's lovely to hear. So
0: um, maybe maybe uh, Thomas will be able to join us tomorrow, but Travis and I hopefully so hopefully Travis and I will be here tomorrow at least. Um, thank you very much, Thomas. Thank you, guys. And so uh, we'll see you tomorrow, minute 75. Um, do we want to do our little plugs to Travis? Um, you can find us at facebook.com slash Watchman Minute. Like us there, please. And you can join us and talk about uh,
2: uh, OSHA standards uh, <laughs> on our, in the Crimebusters <laughs> Listener Society. And you can hit us at uh, at Watchman Minute on Instagram and Twitter. To uh, rail against OSHA as well.
0: Okay, so this has been minute seventy-four. See you tomorrow, minute seventy-five. Until then, who watches the Watchmen? We do. We do. Watchmen are
2: over.